1: But depression ain't hashtag mood. I want to see the moon when I stare up at the constellations to connect the dots. Vision very clear, make moves, connect the plots. And return all the earnings to my family. Prayers for my health and for my sanity.
2: Yo, 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 we back again. Kara Sim 98.9 every Monday morning from 6 a.m. to eight a.m. We got Sid Lonis in the house. What's good, Sid?
3: Man, chilling, man. How you doing? Yo, we do
2: doing doing brilliant. Doing brilliant. Uh talk about the weekend, man. We had we had a we had a very blessed weekend. Speak on the weekend. Oh, uh, man,
3: so we we uh we went, and we caught um uh 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 Dave Morrell. Um we caught David Morrell at uh at the armory um uh he had a great fight uh, a great knockout um and then we also um then we also uh uh caught Stephen Fulton uh who's a uh, great fighter as well and he from, from uh, Philadelphia From Philadelphia he put on a master class at the armory if you guys have never been to the armory for a, a boxing match uh you need to go um so it, it was great you know it, it was great to see um you know to be able to um be with them uh, uh, at the press conference and also uh, be able to see, uh, you know, trainers like Ronnie Shields, who, we, who we've been seeing on TV right. for a very long time. Um, so it, it's always a great time at the, uh, at the armory. Uh, shout out to uh, Rob Lear, who does the press, uh, Magna Media over there. And, um, yeah, man. PB, Just, P- PBC. PBC. PBC, Showtime. Show,
2: Showtime, Boxing, Al Heyman. Yeah, you, you know, know Sam Watson.
3: <laughs> you know how it go, all the way down the line.
2: <laughs> Yo, uh, uh, Mayweather Promotions. You
1: know?
2: <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> um, uh, yeah, man. So, um, uh, uh, um, yeah, I've been outside, man. I've been outside this weekend. You know what I mean? This is this how you know you're getting old, man, when, you, when you're trying to get your yard together. You know what I mean? You know when, when you happy to get your yard together? Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that's when you know. That's when you know you getting old. But i bet, uh um uh, My son had a basketball game. My oldest son had a basketball game. My youngest son had a football game uh, yesterday. You know what I mean? He, um, he did. He did. He did pretty good. He did pretty good. He, um, he, he missed a few reps that he could have been on offense. You know what I mean? Because he was. Running down to get some water from us when he should have had his water bottle with him, you know what I mean. So, uh, but he did good on the defensive end. He um he almost scored a touchdown. He almost got he almost got a touchdown. He uh caught a pass and then he ran all the way to the all all the way almost down to like the ten yard line. And then they uh they threw a flag because somebody was uh, blocked in the back or something. I'm like, yo, these
3: little kids, yo. Yo, don't do that. Don't do the blocking. Don't yeah. do the don't clipping. the clipping. Don't do the clipping and pop Warner. This ain't even Pop yeah. Warner.
2: Yo, he was on his way to school on a touchdown, too. You know what I mean? But, uh yeah, man, it, 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 was a, it was a very, very good, you know what I mean? Very good two days, you know what I mean? I feel like I need more rest, you know what I mean? But
3: it's whatever. Yeah, no, nah, I feel you on that. Um <clears throat> what, what, what,
2: what, what we got politically, man. What we got politically? Oh, 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 oh. So coming up on the show, we have uh Mask Off Minnesota. We have Mask Off Minnesota in the house, and we're gonna be talking to Nicole. And she's a lawyer, right? She's yes. a lawyer from uh, Mask Maskoff, Minnesota. Yes. I, I I wanna say her I wanna say her last name. I wanna say her last name, but I don't want to butcher it. You know what I mean? Uh Nicole from Mask Off Minnesota, she's their lawyer, and she's gonna be talking about and speaking on the ineffective in, ineffectiveness of of wearing a mask. You know what I mean? And then she's gonna be talking about the side effects and the, the and how uh wearing a mask uh can be harmful too. You know what I mean? So we we we'll get into that a little bit later. We excited for everybody to hear we, um, what she got to say, and uh, th- this is something that we was we would speak on a lot of this stuff, like in previous episodes. You know what I mean? And you still got people out here wearing masks in a car by themselves. It's
3: like at this point, what is going on? Yeah, yeah. And then she she speaks on a lot of the mandates and things like that. So a, a lot of a lot of just great um um helpful information, you know um um, and also um you know election year so you you know we talked about certain candidates or whatever that you might want to look into but yeah she'll be coming up in the second hour of uh of this show um huh uh, what you what you feel about the monkey pox coming up the monkey do you,
2: hold, on, hold on. do you do you think people are gonna fall for monkey pox like they fell for uh coronavirus the plan did the coronavirus pandemic
3: I, I I I'm, I'm gonna tell this like this. I'm gonna t- uh um yeah I I I think I think the only time that people don't fall for things is when they get tired. Speak on. And you still fell for it. You just got tired of of of. You just got tired of not being able. People just want to live their life. You know what I'm saying. So a lot of the times people will fall for things. But then once they get tired of it, they'll just they'll just forget about it. You know what I'm saying? Um, right, right. But uh, but yeah, but I mean, whatever they're coming with, whether it's monkeypox or whatever, whatever. Uh, smallpox, small, smallpox, monkeypox, yeah, all of that. You know what I'm saying? They, 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 I, I don't think they're gonna just walk away from how they were able to. Uh, you know what I'm saying? make us stay in a house like that. You know what I'm saying? That That's a lot of control. And right. I think they they already saw the results of it, and I think they're going to exercise that a lot more. You know what I'm saying? And it's another thing I'm thinking about on the subject of, uh, when we're talking about uh, uh, gun control, you know, uh, a couple weeks ago, we talked about a Buffalo mass shooting, and there's been a shooting at a school. And it, there's always been this topic of, um, of of whether or not uh, uh, the government should confiscate, confiscate uh the guns, you know, in Canada, you know, you, you can no longer buy, right. sell, or trade guns and, <clears throat> and things of that nature. And uh, the brother Maj Torre, he he um was making the point that he would give up all of his guns. March Torre, he runs a uh, Black Guns Matter, right? And so what he was saying was that he would give up all of his guns as long as the police gave up all of their guns and all of the Politicians, all of their security detail would um, would get rid of their guns. Right. Um, then he would get rid of his gun. I'm gonna go even further. I'm gonna say the military need to get rid of their guns. What? Because I mean, in order for in order for people to get rid of their guns, because I'm gonna put it to you like this: just just let's just look at Australia for instance, right? Australia have has no guns, right? Right. You remember? You remember we went over there for a show, and we had an argument with them. Yeah, we had an argument with some guys. N- 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 not a not an argument, but we we had a discussion, a debate, a, a, debate. a, discussion, a debate, discussion, discussion. Yeah, 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 about guns and gun control and things like that. And uh, you know, uh, they were kind of uh, you know uh, bo- boasting. Not, not, I mean, not boasting in a bad way, but just proud of the fact that they they live in a country where uh, 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 you know handguns are illegal or whatever, right? Right, and so then when I think about the pandemic and how Australia reacted to the pandemic, they kind of they they kind of were at, was at their government's mercy. Yeah, yeah, they they,
2: they couldn't they, they couldn't. A f- lot of the people's getting people's getting taken out of their homes and get put into these like camps. Got they got put into the they got put into these camps like these. These homes, these homes, and they was told they couldn't come out, and they could they could only stay in their home. They couldn't go to different areas. You know what I mean? So, see, that's what that's what that's what having guns is is for. So you're not at the mercy of the government that the government can't do anything to you.
3: Thank you right, right, right. And it's a god, it's I mean, it's a god given. Um. Right to be able to protect yourself, you know what I'm saying, right. protect your life, and it's in the constitution, you know what I'm saying, right. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so, so, so I think we have to think about things like that as well when we talk about uh, gun control, whether we're for it or not for it. But just another point that the brother Maj Torre made, he said that, um, uh, uh, a great point, he said that, uh, over a million times a year, uh, um a handgun saves lives saves saves uh, there's an incident where a handgun saves saves lives which means that either a criminal came and tried to do something and was either shot or a criminal tried to come and do something and a citizen pulled out a gun and that gun was a deterrent for the criminal to not do what we, what he was going to do You know what I'm saying? So that needs to be a a, a statistic that we talk about as well, is that there are a lot of cases where citizens, law abiding citizens, have handguns that deter or that stops a criminal act from happening.
2: Yo, people got to understand, when when we're talking about guns, like, people have to understand. It's like, I see a lot of people calling for gun control. And I see, and it's weird how I see some black people calling for gun control. So you're gonna you're gonna talk about racism every day of the week and white supremacy every day of the week, and then also you're gonna put this, you're gonna put this, what, what group of people or what, 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 what type of gun control? What, what? A group of people who sit there and decide who. Get to have guns and what? What? Who don't? So you can complain about racism? What? Ten years down the road? Like, like, like what, what are we talking about? Like, like, how are you? How are you going to uh 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 uh, uh enforce some type of gun control? Like, 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 and in and in, in the like, like this guy said, even the the shooting in Buffalo, the guy got it legally.
3: Right, and, and so he, he, here's the here's the thing. He, here's the thing, you, you know what the you know the saying is like. Like when America catches a cold, black people catch pneumonia. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. So 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 if it comes to gun control, if America implements gun control. Of course the racial bias that America already has in a lot of different ways are gonna be used in, in, in the gun control area as well. So you're gonna have a lot of black people being like, Why did I get rejected from being able to buy a handgun? You know what I'm saying? Then it's gonna be a big thing yep. on, on on why why black people uh 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 are not passing these background checks and then you you know what I'm saying? So it, it just it to me it's just another way to stop black people from having guns. They already they already uh, have understood that if you a felony, if you have a felony, you 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 can't have guns. So now, tacking on a felony right. to a black to a black guy or to a black man is is a, a very easy thing to do. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's, but
2: we we it was for some reason we don't for some reason we still don't learn. For some reason we still don't learn. We still got black people out here screaming for gun control. Hey, government, come take come take our guns away, please. Like like, what? <laughs> like 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 what is this about? Like what is this about? Like 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 you should want guns. You should want guns so you could protect yourself. So you could protect your family because we know one thing we know about America is that we do know America uh as far as the government, they're not going to be the ones who um who who are um how can I put it? They're not going to be the ones who set, um, let's say set, uh, I, I'm not, I'm not set an agenda, but set a legislation and then stay there. Because what's going to happen is something's going to happen after that. People are going to start shooting with handguns. So if you say no more AR-15s, people are just going to have a, a, a handguns. And then they're going to start killing with handguns. Then what's going to happen? Oh, no more handguns. Like right right. And the and the bad guys
3: don't listen to laws. Exactly. A- a- exa- exactly. A- a- and already I seen I seen this uh statistic as well. Already in America there's 119 uh uh guns to every one American. So that's how many guns there is already. So would you you can confiscate all of those all of those guns?
2: Man, look! Look, criminals don't listen to your laws. The, the criminals don't care about your laws. Like, 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 we are. It's already a law. You can't kill people, and they've been killing people. You know what I mean? Who, who's gonna listen to? Who's gonna listen to you? They gonna still have AR 15s they They gonna still have all of this stuff. But the regular law abiding citizen won't be able to protect their family. That's what these people are trying to do.
3: Yep, absolutely, man. So, uh, so yeah, that's 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 what's going on now. Biden made his speech. He wanted to uh, uh, um, bring the um, he wanted to bring the gun buying age up to twenty one. You know what I'm saying? Um, which uh, I mean, if that, if that's that I mean, you know what I'm saying? I, I think at this point they always.
2: I, I, ain't mad, I ain't mad. I
3: ain't mad at that. No, no. W- 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 why are you considering an adult at eighteen? <laughs>
2: yeah. I mean, wh- wh- tell me, wh- wh- when can you go to the military? Eighteen. Oh well, wh- wh- that doesn't make sense. Right.
3: Well, so what? it so what? You could join the military but not touch guns. Right. Right. Well, They're you on the. Uh, they you on the, the, being the, the chef, work, working in the kitchen. Which ain't that wrong washing, with that. Wa- I know dishes. some. Listen, I know some good brothers on them navy ships that work in the kitchen. Ain't that wrong? With, <laughs> ain't that wrong with Facts, <laughs> yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, but yo, um, that that. Yeah, yeah, Yo, but that that it don't make no sense right. though. It, it it don't make no sense, but
2: you know, yeah. The, the thing, the thing, of, the thing about that is like, like, how, you gotta be. They gotta at least let that make sense. You know what I mean? They gotta at least let that make sense. Like you, you, you have to. Like you can't be in the military, and then have guns. You know what I mean? If if you're gonna if you're gonna say <clears throat> if you're gonna say that there is no you can't have guns until you're 21, but you're 18, and then you could join the military. Like like it it, it, it gotta make sense. KRSM, ninety eight point nine. Yo, 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 we back again. KRSM, ninety eight point nine every Monday morning from six a.m. to eight a.m. Hey said, tell 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 them where to the find us at, man.
3: Oh man! Oh, you put me on the spot. Let me. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. always get, always, always get you with that. You, know, you always get. See, that's that's why I gotta, that's why I gotta make sure that I um, that I'm I I got I gotta do this first. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know. Sometimes you can catch somebody off guard. Okay, so uh, exactly. if you wanna find us on um, uh we are on Instagram. We are the Morning Show. Let's argue on Twitter. We are Let's Argue Show. Fan base at Let's Argue Show. Uh you wanna find Prince Carlton. On Instagram, he is underscore Prince Carlton underscore. On Twitter, uh at at on. at Twitter you you're at Prince Carlton, right? Or you underscore yeah, no, 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 as well. No,
2: no, no. no. I, 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 underscore Prince Carlton. You, okay, underscore.
3: that's what I got there. I'm, I'm second guessing myself. That's what I got there. <clears throat> so on Twitter yep. underscore Prince Carlton underscore and on fan base, he's uh at Prince Carlton. If so you wanna find Sad Linus, you uh is it, uh on Instagram, Twitter, and fan base is at saidlinus. Linus, and we're gonna be um we're gonna start doing some uh, audio rooms too. So uh uh um uh, uh, if y'all wanna find us on fan base this Thursday, we're gonna be doing an audio room on relationships. So uh make sure y'all tune in. Uh, we don't have a time yet, but just make sure you follow us and just uh just keep up with us, and we'll um uh, let y'all know what time. But yeah, um <coughs> yeah, yeah yeah okay okay so.
2: We got through talking about. Uh, <clears throat> I've been trying to get you to watch, because I, I I saw I, I was I saw it at the um at the South by Southwest pre screening. Um, what's his real name? Xxx Extension. was his
3: name? Yeah. Uh. uh Xxx Tentacion.
2: <clears throat> okay. Yeah. My my son know how to. That's his favorite artist, but um. Yeah, so he got a new documentary called Look At Me that's out. One of the most brilliant documentaries I've ever seen in my life. This is one of those documentaries that they dug deep. They dug deep in this documentary. You know what I mean? I remember watching it in Texas at South by Southwest. And I'm thinking, is they trying to get us to hate this guy? Like I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not even sure what they're trying to do. You know what I mean? Because <clears throat> look, like when when you when you watch this, you're gonna go through a roller coasters, a roller coaster of emotions. You know what I mean? So um, yeah, it, it's one of the best documentaries I, I've seen. You know what I mean? And um, and, and I've been trying to get sad to watch it. You know what I mean? For for probably like a week down. And so you finally, you finally got to watch it, and tell me what you think,
3: man. Man, it's um. Uh, first of all, I highly recommend. I highly recommend people go out and watch it. I mean, watch it. It's on Hulu. Um. So how do I feel about it, man? It it it, it just it just to be if we want to start from the top. We can go way back to his father. See, and that's also something too because if we go back to his father, why wasn't his father in his life? His father was incarcerated. So we have that problem as well as another incarcerated black man not being in his in uh his child's life. You know what I'm saying? From the age right. of 10, I guess from the age of, his father got, uh, had got had to do a 10-year bid. And his father right. went went to jail at the age of 10. So his father never saw him uh, alive, I, I would guess, since after he went to jail. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, right. he died at 20. Um, so, you know, th- that's a problem there. But, but but I would say just a lot of stuff just stemming from childhood. Um, Let me ask you something. Let me it, ask you something. Me go ahead, ask something. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go well, ahead.
2: What did what did you find? What did you not know about him that you that you now know about him?
3: What I uh, didn't know about him, then? um, number one, he got some joints that I never heard before. Some of the songs, <laughs> some of the yeah, uh, yeah, uh, <clears throat> oh, for sure. Some of the songs are dope. Um. I'm trying to think. The fighting? I I didn't know the fighting. I do remember back in the day, one time he was on stage and he got punched in the face. I do remember that happening from back in the day. But I I never knew that he was on some fighting stuff and he would like tape himself fighting and stuff. Uh, uh, I never knew that. I never knew... Yeah, I never knew a lot of this stuff. Like Even the shaving the eyebrows off and stuff like that, I never
2: remember. Oh yeah,
3: I knew that. Yeah, yeah. Only thing thing I I knew about him was that I remember he accused Drake of stealing his flow for one of the songs or whatever. It was like a song. song. He he, he did, didn't he? Oh, of course. You know, he's notorious (laughs) for that. Uh, uh, So, I remember that and then I remember um, him getting punched in the face and I do remember like his album coming out. I vaguely remember the fact that he uh, of domestic violence. I didn't know to what extent or anything like that. I I I uh, but I vaguely remember hearing about it while he was alive. I think I heard more about it after he died, but while he was alive, I vaguely heard about it. But I didn't know he had a kid. I mean, I mean, I didn't know that his girl was uh, the girl he was messing with was pregnant. I didn't know. Uh, <clears throat> uh I didn't know that the different crews he was in. Um
2: do you know some of those other guys now?
3: I I I heard of a a uh, uh, uh Ski Mass uh Slump uh Ski Mass yeah. Slump Slump God or whatever the name is. Yeah yeah, I heard, I heard of, I heard of him from back in the day. You know what I'm saying? But, but, but I, I didn't know that he was associated with uh Triple X though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um but um But yeah, man, it's it's, it's uh it's a sad situation, man. It's a, it's a real sad situation because you know life don't have to go like certain ways sometimes, man, but decisions that people make it goes down certain certain directions and, and and that goes for that goes for being somebody's child all the way to to being somebody's parent, to being somebody's friend. It's like all these little different decisions you make <clears throat> can lead you down certain roads, man. I just, I just feel like I just feel like it was, he had given, he had given in so much to a dark side of himself for a long period of time that when it, when it actually got to the point where he kind of was trying to change who he was, it was, I'm not never saying it's too late, but it just, it just. It it was it was too much darkness still there. You know what I'm saying? See, see, but
2: see my my, <clears throat> my thing about see, I find a little comfort in him actually saying that, yo, everything you do is gonna come back to you a lot, and I know that every effed up thing that I did is gonna come back to me. That yeah. I, I like see, <clears throat> see, see that that's what I find comforting. You know what I mean? Because it's like he knew. And even when the, the his last day, you know what I mean, when he went to go get his bike, you could tell that he probably, you know what I mean. You could tell that he probably knew something. You know what I mean?
3: Yeah, yeah, because he he didn't want nobody bodyguards. You, 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 you,
2: you, you Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know those moves, those Tupac moves, like Nah Rashida. I don't want Rashida coming with Nah. I ain't wearing my vest tonight. You know what I mean? <clears throat> you know you you mm-hmm. make all the you, you make you make all the right moves to die. Yeah,
3: you know what yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. And when it plays back, it's like. It's like dang, because even when you think about Biggie, even when they recount Biggie's story, it's just like yeah. so much stuff just lines up to where anybody at any given time could have just said, like no, like 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 we're going home, or like you know what I'm saying, or like just anything, or like right, no. right, yeah, you know what I'm saying. But, yep. but it's like every single decision is made that lines it up with just how they die. You know what I'm saying? And it just yep,
2: yep, yep, yeah, that's how. That's yeah, a, man, that's how it always is, man. Yeah. The- that, that, that was a, that was a great, it was a great documentary. It was a very good documentary. uh It was a very honest, very honest docu- documentary. Like you're, you're probably, you're, you're probably going to like him. Then you're going to hate him. And then you're going to just question yourself on how you really feel about him. You know what I mean? Like, like, like TC, that, that, that that's how I felt. I I, I was like, yo, I, at the beginning, I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah. I was a little kid, you know, then I was like, okay. Then in the middle, I'm like, oh, I, I, I'm, I'm inside. Now, remember, I'm inside this, this big theater, a whole bunch of uh, media people there, you know, South by Southwest. And I'm just thinking, I'm like, all of these women in here have to hate this guy. Like, they have to hate this guy. You know what I mean? And it was like, I'm just thinking like it's going to be tough for women to like him based on like the middle part of the, the documentary and yo, like when I looked at it, I'm like, this could be tough for some people to overcome. It it, 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 it it like it, like it is what it is but it's going to be very tough for some people to skip over this part you feel what i'm saying and it takes you on a, a roller
3: coaster of emotions you know what i mean that's what the documentary does but, but let me say this <clears throat> to me to me he didn't come off as a likable guy right. i i i i didn't i didn't feel i didn't feel like i liked triple x Almost the whole time. Yeah, but you, you I, I mean, you, 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 you gotta have liked him at the beginning. You know, no, like, no, 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 no. So I just want to almost the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he was a baby, he was like, you know what I'm saying, the kid and stuff like that, you know what I'm saying? That, uh, that I liked him then. But it's like through most of it, I didn't, look like, like they, they talk about him like wanting to be the villain. And it was like, I kind of, that's what I kind of felt from him. I, I, I he didn't. I don't know maybe I'm just an old head but I I was just I I just didn't I didn't like him I didn't like him throughout throughout the um throughout the movie but they made me understand like you know he, he that he was trying to work through something you know what I'm saying yeah I think that's the point that's the point Is like it's like yo yeah, he did some bad stuff or whatever, but he was trying to work through stuff, but there, but there's something about the documentary that also rubbed me the wrong way and and i'm just i'm just gonna be, just gonna be honest French, on Front street you 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 you
2: you you gonna do that you' gonna do that and we we might be able to have the uh you might be able to have the person on to have an interview with him, so you about to do this,
3: no, you don't know what I'm about to do, okay, all right <laughs> what I didn't like about the about the, about the movie is is um The guy from Pitchfork, the guy from Pitchfork, you know they do what they always exactly. They do what they do, deciding to put that 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 uh that make that information public after his album drops because his album dropped, and then everybody a lot of people were supporting it or whatever, and I guess at Pitchfork they were like um. They were like, and, and and I'm guessing 2017, the M- Me Too movement is probably lit at that point. You know what I'm saying? And so they make the decision to to make his domestic violence information public so that people can know uh, uh, what they're retweeting and, and who they're standing by and who they're, you know what I'm saying? And it's just like far too often, far too often. I'm, I'm going to put it to you just like this. In hip-hop, I'm getting just kind of tired of of, of, of us giving our information and giving our music and stuff to white publications and white publications then doing whatever they want to do with it as far as how they cover it or choosing whether or not to cover it. You know what I'm saying? Things of that nature. And that's what Nor- Nori, uh, Nori kind of came up. He didn't come under fire, but Nori... Uh, kind of went viral this week too because he was saying that he's, he's tired of rappers uh, um, <clears throat> taking, uh, doing interviews with people outside of the culture instead of doing interviews with, with the people from the culture first and then working your way right. out. But people go to these other people outside of our culture for validation and it's like I just didn't like the optics of the fact that Pitchfork, a white publication, was the ones who, who. Who, dis- who, who, who is Nori talking about? Meg The Stallion or something? That's the only person I can I think of. Yeah, well, he's talking about Meg. Yeah, yeah, he's talking about Meg The Stallion, but he's talking about people that go to Zane Lowe first and and go to you know what I'm saying? Go to um uh, um yeah a lot, a lot of places like that. You know what I'm saying? To do their interviews. You know they might do two interviews and they do one with Zane Lowe and they do one with. You know what I'm saying? Whoever. And then they don't do interviews with the culture. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 right. Yeah. but I think the tide is shifting. There's enough there's a lot of black guys working in media now because of that. And and we want to change the narrative. Because at the end of the day, Triple X should have been able to go to um a drink champs, a million dollars worth of game, a rap radar, uh you know what I'm saying, a right. text yeah. stone or, or whoever, and share his story about what happened to him instead of having it broken by somebody from outside of the culture who don't know anything about what he has gone through. Right. You know what I'm saying? And don't know the whole story. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <clears throat> so I, I just didn't like the I, – I just and not saying that it's totally wrong for them to have to, to for them to have broken the story, or or for the story to have broken, or that people, or that people should know what they're supporting and the backstory of the people they are supported supporting. I just don't like the fact that that came from a white guy, to a white publication. Right, right, and, and it came it came off as being oppor- opportunistic. You know, what o- I mean? opportunistic like- because he was ju- he because <laughs> his album had dropped and he was getting a lot of uh, 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 um um. A validation from a lot of people you know what I'm saying right so,
2: yeah
3: yeah, yeah, absolutely. yeah. That, that's what that,
2: that's what they do that's what yeah. they do yeah I right, um uh, well what what else politically well, okay we, we, all, we only got a
3: couple gotta, more minutes in this break
2: oh, 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 okay anyway coming up you gotta stay tuned coming up we're gonna be talking to Nicole she's the lawyer for mask off Minnesota we're going to be talking to you. We're going to be, she's going to be telling you about um, you wearing the mask. Like, does it help you? Does it harm you? Everything that we've been telling you, she confirms it when it comes to masks. You're going to want to listen. She's going to tell you how it hurts your kids, how it doesn't work, how it's nasty inside of your mask, and how it can be harmful. So I I want every I want everybody to stay tuned and and, and pay attention. It's, it's gonna be amazing.
3: What you think about that, Sid? KRSM ninety eight point nine.
0: Days are coming where he will make a new covenant And you put in all your stock in U.S. government Clintons, Bushes, Obamas, and Trumps Smallpox, Chickenpox, Measles, and Mumps Sick with multiple personalities, meet the clumps A world that gives endorsements to how high he jumps Athlete, athlete, run like the wind Politician, politician, you just pretend Church boy, church boy, contend you to sin There's a list of excuses if it seems they're catching wind Like God knows my heart and nobody's perfect Satan's granted access to heaven for the verdict I'm up here spitting verses while he's spitting curses And I'm sidetracked as this cop car reverses Does he have a chokehold for me? I'm getting nervous Or is he going to fight real crime and be of service I'm hoping that my words can be a seed change But I get the same result semi-clinically insane something catapult me over this mountain range my sins for his righteousness now that's an odd exchange but if the lord said it then I'm all in people can cry much easier than they can change James Baldwin the soul of a it craze but it gets nothing gas face to poker face jokers keep bluffing you told me you would always shine but you keep puffing maybe you just another job, turkey with the stuffing cranberry sauce sweet potato pie if you don't know the truth then you quick to tell a lie You're Remember when Big cuz made Bayside cries? My sister's a college grad, but I'm no Bayside no wise. He no! planted so many seeds, and while some may have died, and others incarcerated because the no state no! had tried. No! Neighborhood no! handshakes on the black hand side. Humbling experiences tend to no erase no! pride. No! You can't hitchhike to heaven, need a ticket to ride. You got a book full of directions, you won't read that guide. If you don't have the appetite, how you gonna come to the feast? If you wait too long, you gonna be lost in shadows of the beast.
2: Progress. This meeting is being recorded. How you doing? We're, we're back again on KRSM 98.9 every Monday morning from 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. We have Nicole Nickleba. I think I said it right, uh, from Mask Off Minnesota, a lawyer for Maskoff, Minnesota. And, and we we're excited and we're happy to have you here.
4: Well, thank you so much for having us. I, this is the best welcome I've gotten.
2: Did I butcher the name or did I get it right?
4: No, you got pretty close. Everybody butchers it. That's why everybody calls me Nicole. Uh, okay. we okay. right. <laughs> we go. Just do that. <laughs> so,
3: so one of the first things we like to do with all of our hosts, I mean, all of our guests is have them uh, explain who they are to our audience uh, in their own words.
4: Oh, sure. Yeah, that'd be wonderful. So my name is Nicole. I'm a lawyer by profession. So I always call myself a part-time lawyer uh, because I do practice part-time. I'm a mom first and foremost. Right. Um, and that was a choice that I made and I love it. I'm with my kids mm. long enough to not have them annoy me. And I'm <laughs> enough not to have my work annoy me. So right. it's perfect. And um, I just kind of fell into Maskoff, mm. Minnesota when we started down the path of insanity Uh, And I read about Mask Off Minnesota in an Alpha News article, and I reached out to them and volunteered. And since I've been part of the group, it's been an absolutely amazing journey. I've helped a ton of people with legal issues regarding masks, exemptions, you name it. I've helped. And I do that pro bono. But what's been most important is the community, the community that we've built and having people not feel isolated. So it's been a true calling.
2: Right. So, um... How did, uh, do you do you know about the origins of Mask Off Minnesota, the group, how, how did everything come about?
4: Yeah, I mean, it was pretty much just two guys who were friends saying, what can we do? This is insane. There's groups out there that talk about the mask mandate at the time we had the mask mandate. What can we do? We need a group that's more active. So they created the Mask Off Minnesota group, and our first meeting, you will love this, was six ladies. That's it. Wow. Six ladies came together in a room. That's um amazing. And now, It's amazing, right? Grassroots. Yep. Uh, I mean, really grassroots. And we've now grown to, I think we have 2,000 members on Facebook. Um, we've had rallies. We've had speakers nationally, internationally known. But it's been the camaraderie, exchanging information. And um, that's how the group came about to do something about the situation rather than just chat and talk.
3: Absolutely exactly so so what is the role of the lawyer of mask of uh, organization what's your role
4: well i do whatever is needed so in the beginning a lot of my role was just helping people understand that what is going on is illegal a lot of people knew okay. in their gut they're like well this doesn't feel right this feels like it should be illegal and i would say it is illegal but they're still doing it so what now right, what are we right. going to do about it right yeah, um and there was yeah. a lot of fear when we had the mask mandate i mean our state was prosecuting businesses that remained open mm-hmm. during the lockdown uh the police were arresting people and trespassing people from businesses yes, yes. when they said i have an exemption and the misses went mm, i'm just not going to honor that um, right. And so they would ask for advice. So our role was to help educate people what the law is so they could feel confident, but also help them understand that when a cop asks you to leave, you need to leave because you don't want right. to get in right. a situation, right, where you don't have yeah. a court yeah. case for a misdemeanor. Yeah.
3: Uh, okay. Wow. Let, let me ask you a question. <laughs> let me ask you a question. Um, 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 hold on, I'm getting a little bit of feedback, right? Is that your is that your computer? Nope. Hello? Okay. Hello? Yeah. yeah, we good. OK, yeah, there we go. Um, right. I'm gonna ask you a question. OK, so when you say illegal, is it is it everything from like like so all the mandates. So is it everything from like having to wear a mask in the business all the way to shutting the business down all the way to I can't go to and play at the basketball court or um, the, the, a cop is going to come and arrest me?
4: In my opinion, all of the above. Now, okay. here's here's what, let's talk about the mask real quick. So we have this mask mandate per executive order. And okay. the governor had emergency powers per our statutes. And his executive orders given the full force effect of the law. Here's the problem. We have a statute in Minnesota, 609735, that makes it illegal to hide your identity with a mask.
2: Right.
4: Now, that's a statute that was passed by our legislature. Now, can the governor with an order, ignore existing law. No, he can't. He can't, but he did, but he did. And when you have an attorney general that is unwilling to prosecute, is unwilling to step up for the citizens, you're stuck in a situation of tyranny. How are you gonna Mm -hmm. fight, Right? right? So he knew that his order was unlawful because even in his order, he put, oh, this order doesn't conflict with the statute. Well, you can't do that as a governor. You can't say, never mind this law that the legislature passed. Never mind it. You can't do that. Um, So the mandate was completely illegal. Uh, He put himself above the legislature, and he just can't do that. Uh, Now, again, the police is honestly also to blame. Why did they enforce these illegal (laughs) mandates? Why, when the (laughs) businesses called and said, we're not going to let you come in without a mask, so we have an exemption, why didn't they say, no, we're not going to come? We're not going to enforce it, so it takes everyone, right, to participate in the tyranny. Unfortunately, and you know, fear is a great motivator, right? And fear yes. is a great demotivator, also. Yeah.
2: Okay can, can you can you talk about um, since can you talk about some of the major risks that adults face, like when they when we're wearing masks all the time, and and, and can you talk about some of the risks that that kids that children face, like starting out so early with just wearing masks all the time, not seeing adults faces like what are some of the, the, the risks?
4: Right. So we have two categories, right? We have the physical risks. So what is physically happening to your body and then sort of the mental health issue, especially with children. So let's talk about adults. So when you're wearing a mask, let's say you were one of those surgical masks made in China. Um, I probably realized that when you wore it, it kind of gets in your nose. It's uncomfortable in your mouth. You pull these fibers off. Well, guess what you're doing? You're breathing these fibers into your lung tissue, deep mm. into your lung tissue when you're working all day long. Now, how that is going to impact your lungs? Guess what? We don't know. We don't know. What we do know is fibers in your lungs are never good. What we That's also good. know is that when you're depleting yourself from oxygen and you're breathing in your own toxic CO2, right? Your body's expelling it because it's garbage. Mm-hmm. Now you're breathing it back in. You're not getting the oxygen that you need. You're getting toxins back in your body. And what it also does is it weakens your immune system because there's all these um, completely benign bacteria and viruses that you're exposed to every day, and they don't make you sick, but they keep your immune system strong. It's like keeping your muscles strong,
0: and right. the mass
4: really atrophies. It's like atrophying your muscle. It it, it makes it so that your body isn't used to like keeping itself strong. Now for kids, this is the really sad part. We have no idea, right? We Mm -hmm. have no idea what we're doing to these kids. There have been no studies with kids and masks, none long-term we've had, we have zero. We have some studies out of Germany that said that the depletion of oxygen um, is severe headaches. Now people will say, I got a headache when I wore my mask, but it went away. So my body got used to it. That's not your body getting used to it. That's your body going into chronic oxygen deprivation. First, your body screams with the headache, something's wrong. Then you don't give it the oxygen. It just goes into chronic deprivation. We found microplastics in kids' lungs right now as well, deep in their lungs from breathing in the masks. I mean, think of your dryer. When you put your clothes in the dryer, what is in that lint tray?
0: Right? Yes. You have all yes. this
4: lint. So now we got these fabric masks that, you know, have all this lint and fabric, and the kids are breathing them in. Uh, in terms of the mental health aspect, I mean, it was just outrageous. For adults, we had people who, um, women that were raped. Yep. And they couldn't yep. wear masks because during the rape, their, their mouth and nose was covered by the assailant.
1: Right.
4: So they technically had an exemption. Nobody honored them. Not one business would let them in, right? Go online. We don't want to see you. It was outrageous. We had soldiers, veterans, who are like, I can't wear the mask. I was buried alive. This is PTSD for me. We didn't care. Now, for kids' development, the entire medical community has told us as parents how important it is to interact with your child, right? Uh, Talk yep. to your child, read to your child, have people come over. They learn through seeing your face, your sound. We have taken that away. And what that is going to do to people and these kids, we have no idea, but it'll be absolutely frightening. <sighs> 90% of your body language, I mean, your communication is body language. 90%. Right. We took that away because most of it is right here in your face. Yeah. Um, and, and it's, it, it's going to be a scary time. That's for sure.
2: OK, so so I, I know you've heard this because, like, I, I've seen a lot of studies that say how harmful wearing masks is. So I will put this stuff out and you every now and then you have these people say, oh, well, doctors do it. You see, nothing's wrong with them. They wear the mask. Well, what do you say to those people?
4: Oh, I love that! I hear that all the time. So, first of all, doctors—doctors <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> doctors are adults. So, so they're adults. So, let's take the kids out of the equation, right? Right. Now, doctors, when they wear the mask, they wear whatever PPE is required for them to wear in the situation. And you know who gets to decide that? An industrial hygienist. Mm. Doctors only wear them for a limited time in surgical suites prior to COVID. Those surgical suites. Are pressurized and oxygen gets pumped in to accommodate the lack of oxygen with the mask. Wow. Also, as soon as that mask gets wet in surgeries, because that's when doctors wore them, it would be changed out by a nurse. The doctor wouldn't even touch it. Nurse would take the mask off, put a new mask on. Now, who do you know that every, like, two hours or half hour, whenever the mask is moist, changes their mask? Nobody does. Nobody. <laughs> Nobody does, exactly. So, and doctors... Love doctors, but they have zero expertise regarding <laughs>
1: right.
4: zero. That is <laughs> right. an industrial hygienist. That is their profession. They're the experts on PP, not doctors. So right.
3: Yeah. Well, you wow. know, you know, uh, um, I used to travel a lot, so a lot of times, um, especially during the pandemic, I used to say I-, I want a direct flight because anytime I have a layover flight, it ends up being like an eight-hour day, and to have that mask on for eight hours straight. It will always give me like just the worst headache. I would feel so bad when after the, my whole flying time was over. Um. So 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 a lot of people do have just very uh uh very quick side effects to just wearing a mask. You know, it, right. it it doesn't even have to be like two or three years down the line or 10, 15 years down the line. Mine is immediate. When I wear that mask and I have it on for more than like two hours, I start to feel sick. Um. Right.
4: And you know, we have OSHA, the Occupational Safety Health uh, Association that is responsible for making the workplace safe. They had a study on masks prior to COVID, and they were talking about how a half hour is the time um, where people can kind of wear the mask or respirator uh, until you, you have oxygen deprivation, a half hour. Wow. So that was OSHA pre prior to COVID. <laughs> of course, you know, COVID changed everything. Everything, everything. right. Everything. Everything. Everything we knew to be true, all of a sudden, we couldn't rely on anymore. So it doesn't surprise me that you got a headache. That's exactly what OSHA found.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to a follow-up question. And I probably know the answer to this, but I would just like to ask you, why haven't any of these guys with this expertise have come out and, and, and spoken about how dangerous it is to wear a mask?
4: You know they have, but <laughs> I'm going to tell you something that you probably didn't know. They don't get any coverage on the mainstream media. Oh, it's oh man. Never heard that one before. <laughs>
2: yes, it's, it's, it's so crazy. It's so crazy what they do to these people. They block them off Twitter, block them off Facebook. They do everything they can so you can't hear their voice and them speaking the truth. It's insane.
4: Well, and one of the industrial hygienists, one of my favorite ones, and there have been many who've been vocal on Facebook um, and on social media, but one that I felt like did a phenomenal job summarizing the mask is Stephen Petty, and he is on Twitter, and his best analogy why masks don't work, and that includes N95, is he said this, if you are able to fit a human hair between the gap that the mask has and your face, it offers you no protection. So think about that. A human hair. Why? Because the virus is tiny. Right. It's 0.1 right. microns and it travels by aerosols. And you know how they always get us, you know, the CDC, they're pretty smart. They, they do the bait and switch with terms. Mm-hmm. So they'll tell you, they'll go, Hey, you know, the mask prevents droplets. So like if you're spitting or you're sneezing, the mask prevents droplets. So it protects yep. you from COVID-19 and you go, well, that sounds reasonable. Well, here's the problem. COVID-19 doesn't spread through droplets. It spreads mm. through aerosols. And the mask doesn't stop aerosols. So the main transmission, 99.99% of COVID is transmitted through aerosols. And wow. masks do nothing. That's why you see people, you know, vaping through the mask, smoking through the mask, you know, and everywhere.
2: <laughs> right. <laughs> right?
4: That's right. it. So the droplets is a trick. They're, they play fast and furious with words. They talk about droplets which are really big and it's spit basically, right? It drops real fast to the ground, different than aerosols, which are tiny and they linger,
2: they linger in the, yes. Wow. Okay. So, so with another pandemic on the horizon and we see every, all this monkeypox, smallpox, uh, just everything going on right now. Okay. I think the CDC and the WHO is gearing up to announce that everybody should be wearing masks all over again. If Minnesota announces we're wearing masks again and we have having lockdowns again, how should the average person like myself combat that? When do we start to come? Because a, a lot of people don't know how and don't know how to combat these things. They just follow the rules. If we don't want to do this, how should we combat it? How can we stand together and fight this thing?
4: That's a great question. The best thing is to do resist. And you know when it is the best time to resist? when it is completely safe for you to do so. So right now, when there are no mandates, this is when you want to become active. Mm. You don't want to wait for the mandate to issue when then you are violating the law and you're fighting government, right? And the police and all this other stuff in the courts. Right now, where there's nothing going on, this is when you become active. What can you mm. do? Contact your legislature, your city council, your school board, your school, your teachers, everybody, let them know just letting you know, we see the writing on the wall. If you bring this down, we will resist. You will see opposition like you have never seen. And this time around, we can't be like gentle. What I mean by that is a lot of people with the schools, right? Kind of were like, let's wait it out. We've got masks. They'll go away. This time we have to say we're pulling our kids. And yes, our kids are going to be absent. Yes, that's going to impact their learning. But we have no option. If you don't fight immediately immediately, okay they will not take you seriously so right now is when you set it up you have your businesses contact their city councils and say just letting you know you're bringing those masks back we will not comply we will not enforce we will not pay all these things there's tons of things people can do right now don't wait for the gun to your head right to figure out how can i defend myself make sure it never comes to that so right now is perfectly safe for people to become active and everyone can do something. Everyone can do something. I mean, you know, not everyone can be you or me, but everyone can do something in order to push this forward so it never happens again. I mean, we have an election coming up right? Yes,
3: absolutely. I
4: mean, hello, let's get active, right? You can protest, you can rally, you can write letters, emails, you can make phone calls, right? Support small businesses that weren't masked Nazis, call the businesses that were masked Nazis, and tell them, I didn't patronize you, and I'm not going to. So, you know, you can do all kinds of things.
3: Uh, Absolutely. Now, now, uh, one thing, uh, well, there's there's some things on your website that uh, I read today that kind of, um, um, made me kind of um, just, just laugh and also feel good because early on especially on this show we had an inkling that the way we felt was true but we had no way to prove it but we had a feeling that that the PCR test wasn't really reliable And we also had a feeling that the death count was being padded. And those are things you speak about on your website. So can you just go further in depth about uh, the PCR test and also the padded uh, death count?
4: Absolutely. So the PCR test is very unreliable. It is not FDA approved. We have over 280 tests right now uh, in the market. Not a single one has been FDA approved. What does that mean? So when you have an emergency use authorization, that means it's experimental. We've had tons that have been recalled because they were contaminated. We have some that have been replaced because they couldn't differentiate between flu and COVID. Mm, Okay. So, and we're talking about a test that was not designed for a respiratory illness diagnosis. This test was designed to detect an early HIV infection in blood. So you don't need to be a genius to know, okay, I'm looking at blood versus Respiratory illness that goes into the nose and the lungs. This is not the same thing. So this test, even the New York Times had to admit, has a false positivity rate of 95%. So again, the New York Times, right? So I mean, there it is. And it all stems from... Uh, the world is so small christian drosten of germany is the one that set up the gold standard for the pcr test and pushed it throughout the world he was also the one that spread the whole asymptomatic kind of you know right. myth. Yep. let's, let's yep. say myth it was a complete myth um but that's about the pcr test now the pcr test and the death numbers are kind of tied together in a way here's why the CDC has admitted that only 5% of the deaths in the COVID category are actually from COVID. So due to COVID. Now think about that. That's 50,000 people right? in two years, in one flu season, that's eight months. We can have between 50 to a hundred thousand dead in the U S okay. So just giving you perspective. So that means 95% of people that are in the COVID death category died with COVID. Now, how's that? Well, the CDC had a policy that said, if you had COVID 30 days before you die, we're going to call you a COVID death, even if you yeah. fell off a ladder. So did Germany. So did a, a lot of other countries. Okay. So now we're capturing a whole bunch of people. So that's the PCR test too, right? You had a positive test. You had an illness, whatever. In addition to that, they would post humously so a person died, they would test them when they were dead. And exactly. if you you know died in a car accident and I test you and, but you have COVID in you all of a sudden you're not a car accident death. Now you're a COVID death. So, you know, that's how they play the game. So the test is a big part of sort of the giant COVID death category that really isn't giant.
2: Right. And it's so crazy because like early on, I heard about a guy getting a motorcycle accident and they called it a COVID death. It's like, what is going on and it's so it's so crazy because when you when you say these things to people and you show them an article about it they still don't understand what's going on like 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 how do you reach people i i know you still have a lot of people that 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 you haven't reached like like how do you how do you get this through to them <laughs> so they won't fall through the for the same thing again cuz we got monkeypox on the horizon. And we already know what they trying to do with that.
4: (laughs) Uh, You know, and that's the frustration. Right. But the reality is a lie is very sexy. Right. I always say a lie is kind of like a first date, you know, y'all made up y'all beautiful. It's Uh, everything. Perfect. Right. And the truth is kind of like, yep. 25 years married, you know, not quite as sexy, but solid. So, People are drawn to the lie. And let's be honest, they do a great job with their propaganda, right? Little slogans Mm. that sound good. Mask up, stay safe. We're all in this together. Sounds great. Sometimes you have to hear something a thousand times before you hear it for the first time. Mm. And what that is for every person is different a lot of people will get covid and then that's what brings them over to wait this doesn't make any sense you know right. sometimes it's the tenth article they read sometimes it's the cdc's own words we never know the realities we can't stop trying we have to keep right. communicating and bringing the facts and the data to convince people of what is the reality
2: absolutely you you talked about what we can do uh uh in november okay come november if we want a free minnesota What candidates do you, what candidates should we, should we vote for? Can you give me some, like some names of some candidates? I I know a lot. I just want you to tell our audience what candidates you think is best for Minnesota. And we don't want to go through this thing all over again.
4: Well, and you know, we don't endorse any candidates as mask off Minnesota, but what we say is you need to endorse candidates that are about medical freedom. So you have to ask questions. You have to say... Are you for mask mandates? And if they say no, but they voted for them, then don't vote for them, right? I mean, right. if they tell you no, but they voted for the mask mandate, don't vote for them, right? Right. If they're- vax mandate that's a don't vote for those people either if they're for the you know vax id don't vote for those people so i mean for us we've had dr scott jensen on because he's been fighting for medical freedom even before he ran as governor um and so he's been phenomenal he's one of the people that really highlighted the the death counts and the problems with that but i say you really have to look at Medical freedom, because if you don't have power over what gets put in your body, you have nothing left.
3: Right, right, yeah we we love we love Doctor Scott Jensen. Yeah, we, we love had. him. <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: uh, uh, and, and and um another question I, I want to ask is um can you give Tim Walz a, a grade on how he handled the pandemic? Um and, and also how did they decide on which stores were able to stay open? And, and, and which ones were able to close. Because you see the CVS and the Walgreens and, the, and you know, Home Depot stay open. But, but the mom-and-pop spots are closed down. So um, j- just give us a, a, a grade or just give us what you think about how Tim Walz handled the pandemic in Minnesota.
4: He gets an F in all categories. I mean, he <laughs> right. gets an F. So the mitigation strategies that he put into place were based on a false model, completely false, okay? And he knew that. Um, it didn't make a difference. None of it made a difference. Okay, It was all just political. And we knew none of it made a difference. Why? Before the pandemic, we tested lockdowns. We tested masks. And guess what? The WHO even agreed. None of it makes a difference. None of it makes a difference. You don't quarantine the healthy. So we knew this, okay? His differentiation between essential and non-essential workers and essential and non-essential business was completely bogus. Yep. I mean, it's completely politically motivated. Why can't, you know, your local hardware store not stay open? But I can go to Menard's. Right. Mm -hmm. I can buy carpet at Menards, but I can't go to my local carpet store. It's insane. And the danger here is this. Think about this. If you're a politician and you can shut down businesses, wherever you feel there's an emergency. Think of the power you have if there's a political opponent you don't like in a district. I'm just going to shut all those businesses down because, you know, I don't like you. I mean, it's insane. It makes no scientific sense and it never did. We now know through emails that have been disclosed that he knew his mitigation strategies were not warranted by the data, like, for example, shutting down youth sports. And he continued We have emails that say, by the way, we haven't found a connection between youth sports and outbreaks. And you know what he did? Still shut him down. He didn't Mm -hmm. care about the science. It wasn't about the science.
3: Right. You you know, they, they would say that at first at first. It, it, it's it's so crazy because before we were able to get any data back, the tagline of this whole pandemic was "We're going to follow the science." And as soon as data start coming back, and it wasn't what they wanted it to be, they stopped following the science. <laughs> right. Like 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 literally, you can go to a high school basketball game and have kids wearing a mask. There is nothing scientific playing about basketball. playing basketball. <laughs> 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 oh man. That's but but yeah, it, uh, um so so some people so you know COVID is getting a little bit exhausting so some people think that this fight is just is just over um, but also on your website uh, you talk about how the governor still has a peacetime emergency order uh, explain to our audience what a peacetime emergency order is
4: sure in minnesota and most other states uh we have a statute in minnesota's chapter 12 and it's our peacetime emergency statute and under certain circumstances the governor has this peacetime emergency um and it's supposed to be given for 30 days and then um the house is supposed to vote on it and they kept renewing it so we need to change that we've now seen how it was abused okay the intention might have been good behind the statute but let's be honest it was completely abused Um, And so what I would like to see is days. You get two days and then it expires automatically. No voting. Nobody's got to vote. It just is done. Okay, because here's my thing. If it's a true emergency, if there's bodies lying in the street, don't you think the legislator can get their butts into the Capitol
2: to do (laughs) something? Right? Of
4: course. I mean, it's a myth this whole we need the one guy because otherwise we can't make decisions no you can make decisions in an emergency yeah yeah, you absolutely can so we need to just get rid of the 30 days not happening anymore you get two days and if you can't figure it out it's expired and the legislature can come in and do whatever they need to do in the emergency so we need to uh revamp that statute drastically yeah
2: it's so crazy because you don't have to coach a pandemic you don't like a real pandemic, you don't have to coach it. You know, like it you sells itself. It, but like, yeah, it sells itself. <laughs> if people are turning into zombies in the street, everybody stay at home, everybody's wearing masks, suits. You don't need to coach it, you know? What I mean? You're reaching That's to the choir. I was like, why are people not believing their eyes?
4: Like, people aren't laid like, dead in the street. You know this is not what they said it was going to be. Come on, people. Right, like, if, but they're if, great if, marketers. Yes. Right. They're great oh, marketers. my
2: gosh. Yes. Yes. yes I, they
1: are.
3: I, 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 th- I think dur- during this pandemic, we've learned a lot about the, the media. We learned about our social media. And we learned about, a lot about... It doesn't even matter as sometimes if things are right or wrong. It's just about who can say it the loudest and who can say it as many times as possible. So, so if my if my grandparents are watching a channel where they're telling her every day misinformation, they're going to take that misinformation as truth. You know, so yeah, you know, it just got to be enough of us combating it as well and, and putting out you know the real information.
4: That's yeah. right. And you can show people study after study, but then like you said they sit in front of the TV and they go mass work. Okay, good
2: enough. Okay, yep. Yep. Mass work. Uh, yep. I, 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 yeah, I, oh my gosh. You oh, oh, I don't even want to tell you some of the stories. We we just we talk all day about the mask and everything. I, my dad, it just looked like night and day. He'd just put the whole mask on, have two masks on, <laughs> everything. You know what I mean? So, and, and, and I'm I'm like, "Dad, like we show we we just Actually, just showed you the study. Like, why are you still wearing this mask? I'm just wearing it because I want to. I'm like, okay, all right. You can't.
3: I I think it's become a a, um, source of comfort for people to, I guess, make them feel like they are doing something, even if it is detrimental to them. Do you Do you agree, Nicole?
4: A hundred percent. I mean, and that's the government's fault too, because the government made us believe that there's something that we can do, right? We can do something. Big government can keep you safe. I mean, this is the first time in my lifetime where I was told I can't do anything to keep myself safe, but you at Target with your mask on can keep me safe. Like you Mm -hmm. can keep me safe at Target with a mask, but I can't keep myself safe. I mean, it's completely backwards, right? It's completely backwards. And this is what I love. With all the medical uh, progress that we've made, you know, we can have surgery on babies in mom's belly now to save kids, you know, like we can do that. That's amazing. You're telling me that in the last 200 years, the thing that doctors missed to prevent respiratory illness is this? This is what they missed? Right, right. <laughs> right here. I mean, right. i are you kidding
2: me? It's so crazy. I feel like a lot of people, I say this every time I talk to, um, every time we talk about this subject, a lot of people play politics with their body. So it's like, especially in Minnesota too, it's like a lot of people, they will say, they will wear their mask just so they're not seen as a Trump supporter or they will go get a vaccine. Just so they're not seen as a Trump supporter. It's like they don't care about anything. The only thing they want is for them, people to see them masked up in their profile pic. They see, oh, I got my shot. Oh, I'm not a Trump supporter. See, now I'm good. You see, and and it's ridiculous how people play politics with their body. It's just insane.
4: But what's uh, how do they deal with the fact that the vaccine came from the Trump administration? Warp speed. No problem with that.
2: Oh, my gosh. I say that all the yeah. time. Oh, man. I say you should be thanking Trump for it. If
4: you love it. So <laughs>
2: <well>. <laughs> OK, so. OK, uh, 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 let us all, let our audience know, like uh, where you can find mask off Minnesota. And do you guys have any events or anything uh, coming up and how to stay in touch with you guys?
4: Absolutely. So if you want to be part of our group or just check us out, go to maskoffmn.org. Sign up for our newsletter. We will send you a newsletter every week. We'll let you know who we have coming as speakers, if we have events, rallies, and you will be part of our community. And it's just amazing uh, when you connect with people and uh, know that you're not alone. And we will provide new data and articles, really helpful things. The next thing we have scheduled is we have Aaron Siri from ICANN. That's Mm -hmm. the Informed Consent Action Network coming, I think, June 26th. And he's the individual that sued the FDA to force him to disclose the uh, documents on the Pfizer vaccine that they were using.
2: Mm, wow. Wouldn't
4: comply with the Freedom <laughs> of Information
2: Act. Yeah. And then they
4: wanted uh, 75 years to disclose the documents. So right. And we're getting documents, like, uh, every month, about 80,000 pages. So,
2: wow. Yeah. That yeah. is amazing. I, I'll definitely be there. You said June? You said June 26th? I
4: think it's June 26th is Aaron Siri? Okay. He's coming, and we're um, we're partnering with Wa- Vaccine Safety Council. But go on maskoffamend.org. Sign up for the newsletter. We'll keep you updated on all of our events. And once you sign up, too, at the bottom of our newsletter, there's a rumble video button. You can watch all of our past videos. So if you want to watch Vera Sharev, the Holocaust survivor that talks about how COVID is similar to what happened in Germany, or you want to watch Dr. Scott Jensen or Dr. Aaron Williams, you can watch all those people um, at your leisure. So that's really nice. Wow.
2: Yes. Thank you very much for coming on. Thank we you. enjoyed it. We enjoyed it a lot, a lot of information for everybody. So they can't say that you didn't tell them. So, So, <laughs> so thank you very much. And we appreciate you again.
4: Thank you. And anytime you guys, thank you so much.
2: Right. Bye bye.
4: Bye bye.
1: Calm, sweating, chest, filling, real constricted now. Welcome to my life. Episodes, I never missed them, so much to worry about. Rent paid, insurance too. Just got a new chick she want to trip the Florence too. Brother tell me calm down, but it keeps on adding up. So it's in the right place, body says it had enough. Being hard to breathe now, close, was on speed down. Gotta be a failure, but success is what I need now. Know I'm blessed beyond belief, but I'm feeling stressed too. Mind playing tricks on me, these ideas not new. What more do you want from it? 60-hour work week Music hustle on the grind Selling seeds in the street Pacing starts to run thin Hair getting thinner too Man, I wish my weight was All I had to prayers is through It's like my brain trying to lie to me It's just a part of my anxiety And if you know the stress that life can bring then you must know the reasons why I sing This is gospel Mobbing like apostles Turning over tables for naysayers My prayers consist of blessings For my family and team Take the right steps forward In my music and my dreams But if you know the stress that life can bring You must know how to be a king Me against the world, yo All eyes on me now Tupac above the rim I guess I'm on the rebound Steady tryna bounce back Plotting for a better way Life needs some better days Moon needs some better shade but then my heart tends to palpitate Head is a train wreck Too much stuff to validate When I need some privacy Government keeps picking through Tapping all the words I say Bugs in my Phoenicians too Every time I call home Somebody locked up Guess who got shot now? All my hopes is shot down Go to church on Sunday Try to take the word in Walk out the front door The moment where my world ends Put myself in overdrive Men should be hunters, right? I ain't had a middle week I feel I'm on a hunger strike I thank the Lord for my fam on the side of me But yo, it's just a part of my anxiety And if you know the stress that life can bring Then you must know the reasons why I sing This is gospel, mobbing like apostles Turning over tables when they say As my prayers consist of blessings For my family and team Take the right steps forward in my music and my dreams But if you know the stress that life can bring You must know how to be a king